know she is real as they come. Know she killed a hundred all day long. If you ain't got me honest, then she done. And we're back for another episode of the Honestly Helen podcast. Thank you for joining, and let's get right into it. Hello, Miss Tan. Welcome to the Honestly Helen podcast. You made it. Finally, after how long? You know, greatness takes time. You're right, you're right, you're right. We did try, though, for a minute. Like, <laughs> we we was coordinating um, for at least two two months. But you know, that's yeah. the thing about life. I'm, child, it's going to get recorded when it's time to get recorded. Right. You're right. <laughs> okay, Miss Tan, what I like to do with most of my guests is tell the people, how do we know each other? What's our relationship? How do we get here? Girl, so, um, you know, way back when, um, I think it was the Black Travel, it was some kind of like Black Travel um, Facebook group. Yep. And I really do not know how we got linked up after that. Like, yeah. it's it's the craziest thing. That it, That's it, though. That's yeah. it. We we basically were in this this Facebook group about Black Black, Black, Black travel group or something else. That's not the actual name of it. But I think how we actually started talking is because we were actually going to go on that Africa trip that they were talking about. And we got in like a whole thread, an email thread about it. And then I think it was you and um, what's that other girl we talked to on Facebook? Essentially, that email thread thing got started. And I, I don't, from that, I don't remember exactly how we started talking, but I know us three kind of just clicked for whatever reason and talked more to each other and then just from then we've just been talking like we've known each other for fucking ever <laughs> so yeah so me and Tan don't know each other from a can of paint but we feel like we do because we be we listen we be on each other's statuses like we know each other we encourage each other like we know each other we be messy with each other like we know each other it's beautiful I'm here for it yes, yes. okay so Miss Tan do you want to tell people your actual government name should I call you your government name my government name is Tanisha. <laughs> See, look, I call her Tanisha on Facebook. That's her name. That's, that's what I call her. This girl name is Tanisha. Hey, Miss Tanisha. That is my government name, yes. <laughs> so, um, so when me and Miss Tanisha was originally talking, she actually was said that she had thought about our topic. And I was like, okay, let's 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 do it. This is a great topic. So it was her idea, and we've just been sitting on it. And I haven't I haven't I've been wanting to talk about it ever since you brought it up, but I was like, I'm saving this for you because you had it. And so today on Talking Life Honestly, the topic is happiness, literally happiness. Yeah. Yeah. So to start off, I want you, how do you define happiness, Tan? Um, you know, I was kind of thinking about that before this started. Um, I can't remember when I first started going to therapy. Um, this was maybe a little over a year ago. Um, I had come to a place where I was, I felt like myself going back into like that deep depression, that really dark mm-hmm. place, um, especially after my dad passed. And, um, I didn't know how to deal with everything. Mm-hmm. And, um, I actually, um, when I had started going to step class or whatever, it was a girl that had started going to therapy and she's like, Oh my God, I know this really good therapist. So I got linked up with her, you know? And I remember one day in one of the sessions, she asked me, she was like, what makes you happy? And I just kind of sat there in silence because I was like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And she was like, well, 
what do you mean that you don't know? And I said, well, I don't think that I've ever genuinely been happy. So when I said that out loud, like it kind of like exposed me a little bit more because it made me think back like, man, like all those times that I thought I was happy, I wasn't. Like I just pretending or posing to be this person that I wasn't yeah so it's like even from then until now like that term happiness has gotten um so much broader Mm. Um, and even now I can't really give like a specific definition of what happiness is from that therapist to uh, a therapist that I just started seeing recently Uh, we were talking about something. I don't even know what we were talking about, but I was just going on and on and on and on. And I was like, you know, and at this point I'm okay. And when I said those, like, I get chills about it every time I think about it. But when I said that it was like something, I literally felt something lift up off of me. Wow. That just gave me chills. (laughs) Holy shit. Yeah. And it's like, from that moment on, like, I was like, this is happiness. Like being at peace and just being, I may not exactly be where I want to be in life at this particular moment, mm-hmm. but not where I was, you mm. know, it's just like, if even, you know, you ask me that question of what happiness means, I still really can't describe it, like pinpoint what it means, but it's a good feeling. <laughs> like at the end of the day, it is such an amazing feeling. Well, you know, it's funny. Um, I also cannot define happiness. You make a very valid point. And I think that's what is the mystery around being happy and why a lot of people struggle with it. Because it's, I I think it's one of those emotions where it is always going to be defined by the person that's experiencing it. Because what makes you happy doesn't make me happy. But I, I, if I'm trying to think of I think you kind of said it the best way is when you feel peaceful, uh, I think really being aligned internally and externally. So internally with how you feel about yourself and then that also showing on the outside. Right. And like you being in balance with yourself, being in peace is where happiness is creating, where it comes from. That girl, that sounds real. Like she sound real abstract. (laughs) She sound real unattainable when you say it like that. Low key, I feel like that's what it is. Because then when I think about the world, to your point, like, I don't think there are a lot of people who are happy. And because it is not something like you can go pick up really quickly or that you can just define like now I'm really interested if anybody actually has a very good definition of what happiness is I was hoping you had a good definition I was like okay because maybe I can think of but when I was thinking I was like I don't really know how to describe that and I've actually always on the opposite like I felt like I've always been happy but I I I cannot explain to you why like so I think that's kind of crazy that we actually don't have a very well not we don't we can't think of or articulate right now how to actually explain to somebody else what happiness is besides like I think you said peace like feeling peaceful is probably the best explanation I can think of right now and you know honestly like when you when I think about it like it's more so it's not that happiness is like a thing like a phone or the mm. floor or the roof like it's not a um 
justified as like a thing. I think it's more so of a lifestyle. Ooh, okay, preacher. <laughs> Let's tell them. It's more of a lifestyle. And, you know, the reason that I, I say that is because um, there have been many times, you know, um, where I post a picture or I say something or do something and someone's like, oh my God, you're just so happy. Like, you just look so happy. And I'm just like, what? Like, to me, <laughs> I'm just doing what I do every day. However, even though I'm doing what I'm doing everything, every day, it looks different. It feels different. It smells different. It talks differently. It walks differently. Mm -hmm. So that's why I say it's a lifestyle because, you know, we go through life doing um, the same thing every single yeah. day. So to us, it's like mundane. Like I'm just, mm. you know, you know, I wake up, I go to work, I come home, I sleep. But to somebody else, they see that in such a different limelight. Mm. And you can't, um, that's why I say you can't put happiness into words. It's literally just a lifestyle. Like I'm just happy. I, that's, that's all I got. You know what I mean? So let me ask you this, because that that is valid. So with you saying it's a lifestyle, what do you think was your lifestyle change where you now are happy? Because before you said you didn't think you ever were happy. So is it fair to say that your lifestyle then was not a lifestyle that was conductive to being happy? It wasn't. Um, I was in a relationship for 13 years. And not to say that it was horrible or the whole mm -hmm. thing was absolute disaster because it wasn't um however I didn't know who I was because at the time when uh we started our relationship uh we were both fresh out of high school um mm. so it wasn't I never had time to figure out well who is Tanisha what is Tanisha like what is Tanisha dislike what's Tanisha's favorite color you know all these things like I never had time to focus on me it was always that I was trying to be who I thought I needed to be for said. Yes. Um, and it's such a, a, a weird uh, thing because after I started, you know, after I was forced to be by myself and, you know, figure out who I was, I discovered that I love olives. Mm. I hated olives when I was in my relationship. Um, I like mushrooms hated mushrooms when I was in wow. my so um you know just discovering you know different things about myself it was just you know that growing period and it's it's such a weird thing because it literally took me I would say a little bit over five years to discover this about myself mm -hmm. um and I always say um you have to learn yourself to know yourself to love yourself oh one more time, um, one more time for the people in the back. One more time. You have to learn yourself, to know yourself, to love yourself. That is like, has been like the biggest thing about me because it's like that first step is um, learning who I am. Um, not necessarily the perception of who other people think that I should be. No, who has God destined me to be? Yeah. That has God paved for me. Um, no matter if Tom, Dick, and Harry likes it or not, I really don't care. This is my path, not yours. Period. If I stumble, if you're there to pick me up, fine. If not, I'm still get up anyways. Mm -hmm. And 
But once you get past that stuff, okay, now I have to know myself and knowing yourself is really digging into that concept. Okay, this is what I learned about myself. So now I have to live this lifestyle. Okay, I know that I need to be happy. I've understood what happiness looks like. So now I have to walk the path of happiness. So now that I've done that, now I love being happy. You know, once you discover that you need happiness and, you know, you, you figure that out and now it's time for you to walk in that happiness. And, you know, I've gotten to the point where I love the happiness that I'm in. Um, and it's become such um, a lifestyle to me that sometimes I, I, when I, when it first happened, I didn't even realize that I was walking in it until... I was in one of my therapy sessions and I kind of said it out loud. Yeah. But I said like, you know, and I'm okay. And it was like, whew, man, I am okay. Like, yeah, we, I'm, I'm good. You know? Yeah. It was, it was a really, a really big step. <laughs> I really love that you pointed out that happiness is a lifestyle because when I think of it that way, and I think about how I've been able to, I think I'm, I I think that fits because I think I've lived a lifestyle of happiness. I've always, as, as young as I can remember, I've always remember whenever bad things have happened to me, I always want to process them very fast in the sense like I don't I don't like to dwell on it. I don't like to put it on hold. Like if something bad happens, I want to deal with it in the moment so that way I can be moved on from it so I can be happy because I know neg- negativity like weighs you down. So I've always subconsciously, actually consciously, been mindful of me maintaining my happiness and I think to your point of it being a lifestyle if you don't if it's not something you're conscious of and it's just something that you know you like positive things around you you don't like to be around the drama you don't like to be around things that cause you to tiptoe in the negative pool then you (laughs) automatically start to build or create a lifestyle of happiness and I think naturally that is how we get to happiness. Like when you were in your, when you weren't happy and you were in that relationship and you were doing things to make this person happy, like how do we, how do we get happy or maintain happiness in that space? Or is that like a, is that the conundrum? Like you might not be able to be happy in a space like that if you're not, because if you're living for someone else, going back to being peaceful, there's no way inside you're peaceful. Um, I think for me personally, it's really, it's really hard to explain because I was so, I wasn't mature enough Mm. to um, share a life with somebody else um, because I didn't know what that was supposed to look like. Like I thought that me being whatever I thought he needed to me, needed me to be was the right thing to do. Um, so it was kind of like a, a premature um, type of situation. Mm-hmm. Not to say that um, someone can't be happy in relationships because I see, you know, happiness in, in tons of relationships, you know, that I see um, or being around. So it's not that. <clears throat> it's just for me and my situation, I needed that alone time. I needed that space. I needed that that quiet. I needed that dark space in order for me to get happy. And um, it was something, I don't remember where I heard it from. Um, I think it was Will Smith that actually said it, um, that it wasn't his responsibility to make his wife happy. 
it is up to that person to make them happy. You can add to that happiness. Yes. For you to depend on somebody to make you happy, that's already a dangerous spot within itself. You know what I mean? I agree with that. So, <clears throat> now that I know that, now that I know that I don't need the next person to make me happy, now I can add someone into my yeah. life. Now I can be like, okay, you know, let's do this. This is no longer um, a, if I'm feeling down, that I, ex not necessarily that I expect you to pick me up. Mm -hmm. Um, I do want that support. Like if you see me down on my knee and I'm just, I'm just weighed down. Hey, babe, lift your head up. I got yeah. you. You're going to get through this. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's like, I had to be able to know that in my mind, in my heart, that I can, if there's nobody there to lift me up, that I'm able to do that on my own. So, you know, it's, Girl. it's such a weird and, complex and 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 broad um perspective but it was so necessary for me and I tell you know when I go and tell people you know about my past and what happened and blah 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 they're like girl I would have did this 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 that and a third well good for you right um, <laughs> I'm glad appreciate your two cents right but it the situation happened to me as it should have. Would I go back and change anything? Absolutely not. Even all the times that I felt heartbreak, I cried, I was depressed, I hated life, I thought about suicide, blah, 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 blah. I wouldn't take any of those things back because those things happen for me to be where I am today. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I want to stress something that I think you are, you are po pointing out is that I would, and tell me if you agree, happiness is, is, is an internal thing. And I think it's probably linked. Would you say, would you agree that it's linked to your self-worth or self-esteem? Oh, oh, for sure. Oh my God. Yes. Because like, I think you, you make, you're making very valid points. And I think back to it being a lifestyle and it really being very dependent on that person, because again, happiness is going to look different for all of us. So when I, when I'm, when I listen to you talk, I'm like, well, damn, if I'm thinking about people who have low self-esteem or who struggle with, with being, uh, with being alone, I guess, but people who like struggle with their own company and normally rely on having to be around people or doing something or spending money to be happy are those people that I think aren't happy because happiness has to start from how you feel about yourself in order for it to, I think, trickle out into into becoming a lifestyle so so yeah so when you said I was like oh that's now that I think about it I've never actually correlated happiness with self-worth but the more we are essentially defining in our own yeah. way what happiness can be I'm like oh shit that makes a lot of sense though for a lot of a lot of young kids who have self-esteem issues or have rough child or households like just crazy households and they come to school and they're bullies or they're always upset and they don't even know how to react when people compliment them because they don't know what happiness is because they're like inside there's some discontentment going on or like some some war happening where they don't even find comfort in themselves that's that just hit me that's crazy <laughs> oh it's so crazy that you said the when you mentioned about uh when uh, someone pays you a compliment and you don't know how to react. I remember um, 
That was another thing. My therapist, girl, my therapist was the bomb. I love her. Um, Shout out to therapists. Both of them were. Both of them were. But this last one, like she, because she was, you know, older black lady. So, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. But she said, um, we were talking about, you know, self-worth and all that. And um, I said something about when a person complimented me and I was like, oh my God, like, ew. Like I basically was like down on myself. And she was like, girl, when somebody pays you a compliment, the only words that need to come out of your mouth is thank you. Mm. I was like, oh, I feel seen. Like, you don't have to do that. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, right, you didn't have to check me so hard. You could have. That's true. It's like, um, it, and going back to, um, I had a coworker who, um, you know, been on this weight loss journey and she was showing me this outfit. She was like, girl, this is my um goal for when I lose all this weight and I'm, I'm going to wear this outfit. And I said, you do realize that you can wear that outfit now. And she was like, girl, no, I can't do that. I said, um, you do realize it's about, it's not about your body. It's about your mindset. Mm. Well, am I wrong or am I wrong? <laughs> it's all about your mindset. Like yes. if you want to look good in that outfit, then you better look good in that outfit. I don't yes. care what you say. If if you want to show some stomach in like the um <clears throat> the picture that I just took recently is actually in my Facebook profile pic. I that dress has been sitting in my closet for months. Mm. I decided on Sunday, I said, I'm putting this dress on and however it fits, it fits. Period. <laughs> <laughs> and when I saw myself in the mirror, I was like, girl. Mm. <laughs> I, mm, okay. But it was all about how I felt within myself, like how I felt like it wasn't about how other people saw me. It was about how I saw me. I am finally getting to that point where I am comfortable with, you know, I have wide hips, I have thick thighs, I have a booty, like, I got it. I'm I'm just thickums. I can't help that, you know? I'm, we like I'm, a little dateness over there, though. We like that. Kind of like spreading it like butter. That's just, <laughs> that's just me. And I have to, how do I expect someone to come into my life to love me if I can't love who I am? Yeah. You know, so yep. I might as well start it now. You know what I mean? A hundred thousand percent. Yes, 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 yes. And I can't stress that enough, but I'm so glad you already said it. You cannot depend on anyone outside of you to bring you happiness. If the only time you quote unquote feel happy is when you're receiving it externally, like when you buy yourself, you don't want to go to the, you don't even enjoy movies, watching movies by yourself or going to get a drink by yourself or grocery shopping by yourself. Like you need to be with other people. I think we confuse that with happiness because humans are so social. Like we are social people. We need, I believe that we need to have connections. We need to have strong connections with different people to be healthy at least a little bit, because I don't I don't think humans are made to be solo creatures. However, however, you should be able to enjoy your own company because we cannot be around people 24 seven and money is not always going to be there or it might not be easy for whoever to attain it. Like America's hard as fuck to get to get jobs. So if if happiness, your happiness is rooted to money. You're going to waste your life being unhappy because you're chasing something that's external. So I just want to stress, I'm glad you said that. If you aren't, if you don't enjoy your own company, I think, I think we need to look into that. 
I think mm-hmm. we need just to take a moment, find out why we don't, and then maybe maybe pull it to Nisha. Ask yourself, am I happy? And if the answer is a, a pause or I don't know, then we need to look into it. You know what I'm saying? Because the world really is out here operating off of happiness that's given to them versus happiness that they give themselves. Or like the whole, um, what's her name? Ivana, Fix My Life, that I- Ilana. Oh. I had just I had just posted something that she said I think it was her but it seems it was like my cup needs to always be full and whatever runs over my cup I can give to other people and I think that's a perfect analogy for happiness because if you yourself are full of happiness or you have not full of happiness but if you yourself are comfortable confident happy you feel peaceful it's a lot easier to share yourself with people, to give to people. But we live in this mentality where it's like, I'm expected to still make you feel better to me if you have a bad day, even if I'm feeling bad. Because right. America is encouraging. You don't, you know, you always got to show support. You. But how, why are we not encouraging if I don't have the support in myself, I should not be, feel bad for not giving it to somebody else. I don't have it to give. Right. But I feel like America, for, you know what I'm saying? Does that make sense? And and that was, uh, it makes perfect sense because I am the type of person where um and, and, and it's it's not a problem um people come to me for advice mm-hmm. it's time because I'm always the first one yeah girl come on let me tell me what's going on if I know that you had a bad day I'm gonna keep checking on you or if I know okay. I'm gonna check up on you I'm gonna ask you are you okay what can I do um you know you can call or text me at any time and I actually mean that However, <laughs> I that I have to give myself limitations because, um, yeah, and I actually discovered that when my dad passed, mm. um, I was looking for help. I was looking for advice. I was looking for comfort. I was looking for love and not to say that I wasn't getting it. But I felt like I wasn't getting it in the same way that I would give to somebody else. Mm. That yeah. was very hard for me. Like that was yeah. a like a horse kick in the middle of my chest. Like Yeah, girl. I know exactly. Yeah. I really have to not that I had to do it by myself, but I felt like I had to do it by myself. Yes. Yep. And um it was such like <clears throat> it was such a struggle like um i remember there was uh when my dad the, the night that my dad actually passed and um we i you know i was texting um you know f- friends and stuff like hey you know just let you know that my dad did end up passing away you know whatever and they're like oh, okay you know i'm sorry you know whatever and we had family and Um, you know, people were coming in and, um, trying not to get emotional, but, um, I remember like looking around the room and I was like, none of my friends are here. Like it was, you know, uh, people that were not to say that the people weren't close to me, but they were closer to my sister and family. And I was like, (laughs) I'm just kind of like looking around like, wow, like, yeah. And not to say that um 
it was, you know, malicious or, you know, on their part, because I know if they could have been there, they would have. And, you know, I'm not saying that Mm -hmm. at all. However, it was just that realization that, dang, Tanisha, like, you have to step up. Like, you can't depend on people all the time to lift you up. Like, girl, you you got to be 10 toes down for yourself. Period. You, yeah. you know, and, you know, and again, um, not <clears throat> throwing shade because my friends were very supportive, you know, mm-hmm. when that time occurred. But it was just that when that moment happened, I was like, OK, girl. This this is your time and this is your time to figure out what you need to do to get through this. Um, you know, that led up to a time was a funny moment. Um, I was sleeping with my dad's shirt since mm-hmm. he, you know, since he had passed. And I remember we were, uh, my great aunt had came to visit and we were talking about something. And um, I, th- I think we were talking about like sleeping alone or whatever. And she was like, yeah, girl. She was like, I still sleep with my husband's stuff. She was like, uh, maybe that's why I ain't got a man yet. And I was like, well, dang, I'm going <laughs> to sleep with my daddy's shirt. I said, maybe that's why I ain't got no man <laughs> You got a man. He's scaring them off. <laughs> they come over and say, mm, I feel a real strong presence in this house and I don't see nobody. So. <laughs> I gotta go. <laughs> so we came back in the house and, you know, I was talking it over with my mom and my mom was like, well, maybe that's your dad's way of telling you that it's okay to let him go. Mm. Wow. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so to this day, I'm looking at the shirt right now. To this day, I picked up his shirt off of my bed and I hung it in my closet. And since then, I've been okay. Yeah. Just like little steps like that, that just leads to um, to happiness. And it's like, you know, there's no, again, that's why I said it's just the lifestyle. It's steps. It's, it's stages. Mm. It's it's growth. Like Mm. it's just no, um, there's no set concept or there's no set definition of, um, what happiness should look like. Cause I even think you said that happiness looks different for everybody. Yeah. My happiness doesn't look like yours and yours doesn't look like mine. And that's okay. It doesn't, my happiness is greater than yours or yours is better than mine. It's just, it looks different for everybody, you know? Yes. Yes. And I really hope people take a moment to digest that because America has a very, in social media, oh, fucking, I have a love-hate relationship with social media so bad. Like social media has also just given, it's given people false happiness. Like you get, you do get dopamine when you get on Instagram and you scroll and you see things you like. But then you wonder why when it's time to go to bed, you start feeling depressed. And so it's because your happiness, what you think your happiness is coming from the outside. So actually, as you was talking, how do you, if you agree with this, I think this is probably the best way to define happiness from our conversation so far. I actually feel like happiness is self-love because everything yeah. we talked about is stemming from us, like you as a person. So I think if your self-love is high, you're probably happier if your self-love is on the lower end you probably aren't as happy because that to your point of um well I just lost my train of thought that fast <laughs> <Where'd you go? laughs> 
to the to the point of people of like yeah social media a social media bringing people this false happy this false happiness all the people that go on social media and fake like to your point like when you post pictures like oh my god you look so happy there's so many people that post pictures of them doing things that people will say you look so happy that they aren't actually happy you know like they go out once every six months and people think they go out every day because they post pictures when really they just go into the grocery store and come right back, but they put on a whole outfit to make social media think that. And we live in a world where I believe social media is making people's self-esteem even smaller because we can compare to all the women we see, the men we see, if you're a man, um, Oh, I'm too skinny. Oh, I'm too fat. Oh, my eyebrows. You know, like we have Social media just makes it so much easier for us to find happiness outside of ourselves. And so as you was talking, I was like, damn, I really do think happiness is self-love because people that are people that are genuinely happy don't always have the best things or the or the most expensive things or even money. Like most people that I know that are happy are broke as fuck. Yeah. But they're they're <laughs> me and you both bitch, girl, and I'm laid off. So I'm double broke. Like, you know what I'm saying? But it's just like I think happiness is self-love. And I think however you slice that, it goes back to the individual and it goes back to what we as individuals allow to happen in our lives. So do we allow people to talk to us anyway? Do we allow people to show up for us when they want to show up? And actually, I want to touch on what you said about realizing that you you have to put limits on how you show up for people. I'm that same way. Same, same way. I'm also the person that people come to for advice. I'm also the person, I'm always extending help, always extending help. But then I learned when I moved to California that anytime I had a birthday and I would ask people to show up for my birthday, nobody would show up. Nobody would show up except for the same two people. But anytime people invited me, I was there. Because if I'm your friend, I'm going to treat you how I want you to treat me. So if you say you're having a birthday party and I ain't got shit to do, guess what I'm going to be at your birthday party? But two or three years in a row, I would invite people and it'd be the same two people that show up. And I was like, wow. Yeah. Okay. You know what, Helen? We're going to move differently. Because then I started getting sad. Then I started relying on these people hanging out with me to validate that I was a happy person. Because, oh, if I got friends, I want to hang out with me. Obviously, I'm a cool person. This is happiness. And I realized, bitch, if I can't celebrate my birthday by myself at the skate station by myself, hmm. then we got a bigger problem, Houston. Because that don't make sense. <laughs> that part. So self-love is happiness. I don't say that's our definition. I like that. And I definitely have to agree with that because um, just like you said, like, and I just came to that realization that when I started um, loving who I am and not trying to um, change or deflect or downplay um, who I was, like I did become happier. And I know, um, you know, with this, the whole uh, dating scene you know I think the dating pool got a little pee in it but you know that's <laughs> there um <laughs> hold on did you say the dating pool got a little pee in it just a little pee just a little you know, you know it's a little cloudy in there but it's yeah, you know, I like that analogy <laughs> don't get it it's, a, it's the pissy dating pool I, yeah it's, bitch it's that has tickled me <laughs> It's a busy pool. Oh, it's a busy day in pool. Holy shit, that's a good one. You should, you need to copyright that. That's good. That's good. But um, I remember when um I was um when I had just finished my degree, and 
I had, you know, when I was, you know, getting myself out there and they, you know, asked me about myself, I was like, oh my God, you know, I just graduated with my master's degree. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, so you, you a Miss Smarty Pants. Um, okay. <laughs> okay. And I got to a point where I stopped mentioning it because I felt like mm. intimidating or I felt like I was too much or... Mm. Um, I felt like people thought that I was better than them. So I stopped mentioning it. And um, I don't remember who it was um, that I was talking to about that. And that was like, um, if you want to tell them that you have a master's degree, you tell them that. And it's up to them whether they want to be intimidated or not. If mm. they're intimidated, that's on them. Mm. But you got degree, don't you? I was like, I mean, yeah, you you right. You you right. So I really had to learn that I don't let pieces of paper define me. Yes, I have a master's degree. Yes, I do. Mm-hmm. I work hard for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Period. <laughs> work very hard for that. And if you want to try to, um, because it's it's like in our society with men and women, there are some men who get intimidated by a woman's success. Like mm-hmm. it. Um, if they have a high school diploma and she has a master's degree, that's automatic grounds of, oh, she thinks that she better than me or mm. um, and intimidation just starts to come or, and it's like, why, <laughs> why, why can't I just have a master's degree and you just have um, a high school diploma? Okay. So is it, and I'm the type of person, if you have a high school diploma and you say, Hey babe, I want to be an engineer. What we got to do to get you to be an engineer? Right. Right. Do, do, if I need to, if you don't know how to sign up for school, let's sit down and let's figure this thing out. Period. I'm to where you want to go because I, I got to where I wanted to be. Right. So it's you for you to get to where you need to be. And I just really hate that um, that whole concept of um, a, a man feels like a woman can't uh, have make more money or a woman can't do this or a woman can't do that. And you need right. to I'm not about to be barefoot and pregnant for nobody. Okay. First of all, you said so many things I want to touch on. I'm trying to figure out which one I want to touch on first because, yes, that part, that part. Now, let me, let me, where, oh, this is what I really want to say though. That was a perfect example uh, for me to put into, or like to give the people a visual. I think the example that you just gave is you, you tell people you got a master's. And they respond with hatery. With what we just defined as happiness, mm-hmm. I would say them people ain't happy. Yeah. Very or true. they're at least not genuinely happy because that is a crazy response to me. Yeah. But when you said that, I was like, it's just making me think about people in a whole new light. Like mm-hmm. our haters, we always said that they weren't, they can't be like hater, haters can't be happy. But now that we've defined happiness with self-love, like now, like I'm just thinking about all these people, and it's like, damn, you're really <laughs> just not happy. Yeah. Yeah. And that's because you don't love yourself. And we could work on that together, friend. Like you ain't gotta be an asshole to me. Let's work it out. Let's figure out why you were so upset. Right, right. Now, I do have a question for you because this actually I talked to a good friend of mine yesterday about it, and then I saw a post today that had me feeling some type of way, but about the dating scene. Mm-hmm. I am obviously in a relationship, so I have not been in the dating scene for a minute. And I saw a post today where it was basically saying this woman is um, 
she had made a video and essentially she has come to the realization that she is lonely, depressed, and uh, single because when she was in her 20s, she was being a hot girl. And so she never took the time to actually date somebody with intention. She was just too busy, like living her life fucking and doing whatever. And people, somebody in the comments was like, yeah, people say uh, be selfish in your 20s. But I say be intentional in your 20s. And that that comment got me. In general, though, would you would you say you think people should be selfish when they're young? And I I'm, I say that with your experience, like you you got into a relationship when you were young. But and now you're you're in the pissy dating pool. So the the post that I had seen was kind of talking to the the latter part. We're like, were you if you enjoy life too much when you're younger, you get older and realize now you don't have a partner, or now you're not in the position to be mm-hmm. an attractive, attractable partner. So do you agree, people, or how do you feel about people being selfish? Or I guess now you can say intentional when they're young, because I think you should be selfish. So with that example, I was telling him. Selfish in the sense that you need to do what makes you happy. So right. if you are not wanting to be with her and that's selfish, then be selfish because you don't want to be with her. And that's all that is. But then when I saw that post about being intentional, I was like, oh, well, I guess that's valid. But a part of me even says, fuck being intentional when you're in your 20s. There's so much pressure for yeah, us in America to be successful. And that's I what I'm think- like. I think, you should, I think you should be careless. Yeah. I mean, it's, selfish. I think you should be selfish when you're young because be selfish, but smart. Don't be selfish and stupid. Maybe I should clarify. Yeah. Selfish and smart, not selfish and stupid because right. selfish and stupid will get you in jail. And I think society, yeah, well, <laughs> I think society has changed so much. Um, even with me, like, um, it's different. <laughs> it is so okay. different. I do agree that you do need to be selfish um, when and, and not even necessarily in your 20s. It it doesn't have to be just that specific age group. Yeah. Um, however, I do think that you should take your time because in, in, in your 20s, that's more like a you're still learning to be mature. Mm-hmm. Finding yourself still. Right. Not just jumping into the next best, best thing like, oh, well, we have to get out of this concept of, OK, by the age of 25, I need to be here. Yes. By, the age of 30, by the age of 30, I need to yes. be here. So with that, yes, you do need to be selfish. You need to stop putting a timeline on stuff. If I'm 25, yes. and yeah, I like this dude, but I still kind of want to hold around a little bit. I can't be mad at you, sis, because at the end of the day, if you know that you're still in your home stage, right? And like this dude, you kind of want to settle down, but you kind of want to be over here. Just, just leave that alone and just, just be in the streets for a little bit, boo. And again, like you said, the streets, please be safe about it. Don't be out here being reckless and sleeping with him, 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 this, that, the third. When I say being in the streets, I mean, going back to finding what makes you happy. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I like what you said. Maybe be um, not instead of saying be selfish, be intentional when you're young. But I've been preaching what you just said. Stop everybody. Anyone that's listening to this, stop listening to what society has made a quote unquote norm for the American dream. You get a degree, you get a house or what you get a degree, you get a, a spouse, you get a house, you have some kids, you have a good job, you volunteer, then you die. 
Like that, that's apparently what all of us should be striving for. And it's such a trap. It's such a fucking trap. So I agree with you. Be smart, take your time, be intentional. But I, I am a strong, strong, strong advocate for you doing whatever the fuck you need to do that makes you happy. And if people are telling you the opposite, like, oh no, you shouldn't do that. And what they're telling you not to do is what you know will make you happy. We got, stop listening to that. Stop right. listening to that because I like, girl, I love your example because I'm a very big advocate too of also women being sexually liberated. So I love me some hoes, you know, I support the hoes <laughs> as long as we safe. Yeah, so exactly. I agree. I, and I think when you, as a woman, the society tells us that we have to find a husband and to find a husband, we can't have a lot of bodies because men don't like hoes and they want a pure one. And you fuck but then all they- up, girl, no listen, I fuck all of that. Fuck all of that. So I'm here to say, if you like being a hoe and you being safe about it, you go be in them streets and you hoe your little ass off. And then at 45, if you still like hoeing and that makes you feel fulfilled, you be hoeing at 45. There's nothing I can do. Hey. And what we're not going to do is let somebody else come in your life and tell you you too old to be a hoe. Bitch, you too old to be a hoe. That's why you got a hoe. Mind your business. The fuck? So be intentional. But I think when when you have a when we're younger and we're finding ourselves, I think those are the times for us to make mistakes. Not one, not life, life altering mistakes, but get your heart broken. Date multiple people. See what type of people you like to date. Dye your hair. You know what I did. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> explore, but be intentional. So that way, like whatever you're doing brings you happiness, but also will bring you happiness later in life. And so thank you for sharing about your um, relationship. I think that's actually a good example too. You're rediscovering things about yourself. Every every reaction or every decision we make has a reaction. So everything we do in life has a reaction, whether it happens in the moment or later down in life. So I say that to say, I want us to enjoy our younger days, but enjoy it intentionally is the best way to say it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I do. And it, you know, with using that word intentional, um, that's a pretty heavy word. Yeah. Um, And it's because in that way of I'm more intentional, intentional about how I live my life. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know, like, for example, if I'm struggling to pay a bill, okay, you know, I got to call the company and say, hey, um, you know, can you push this bill back for another two weeks, you know, whatever, whatever. Instead of thinking of the concept of I can't um, or I'm, I'm broke or I, I can't afford this. Okay, I don't have the money for it right now, but in two weeks I will. Right. Or, yeah, this person did something to piss me off, but maybe they were having a bad day. Maybe they have something going on. So I can't necessarily take it out on that person. Mm -hmm. I've really tried to alter my mindset and try to alter someone else's mindset. There'll be a situation where somebody gets aggravated with somebody. Why are you letting them aggravate you? For what? Because guess what? At the end of the night, they sleeping very peacefully tonight while you up tossing and turning and thinking about how they pissed you off. Yeah. Over here at my house, (laughs) you're not gonna stress me out let me go ahead and dead this right now because you don't pay nothing over here to be stressing me out for you to be over here tiptoeing on my piece don't even worry about it bro Mm. have a good day i'm gonna go have one so Mm. that's all i got for you girl that was beautiful (laughs) 
beautiful. I don't know if y'all really heard the message. That was beautiful. Because the message, the message that I heard was priority. Yeah. You know, yeah. that that your happiness kicked in. The tiptoeing on my piece is beautiful too, because that's that's a real one. And we in the what you said, how why am I going to allow uh-huh. this man to stress me out on my phone? Mm-hmm. y'all we be allowing bullshit and that's that's when i think when it comes back to that to self-love and happiness we have to be mindful of what we really allow mm-hmm. it is so so easy for us to blame somebody else to shift to be like oh you know i just was you know um whatever bullshit excuse you have but at the end of the day anything that happens to us we have two choices mm-hmm. to accept it or to not, unless it's one of those traumatic things where you are being forced, you know, right. people in this world. But generally, when we have freedom, free will in a situation, you have two choices to accept it or to not accept it. When we interact with people, we have two choices, accept how they interact with us or don't accept it. And I think we get caught up in liking to put the blame on them. Oh, oh yeah, he, you know, he cheated on me four or five times and da-da-da-da and 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 calls me out my name and I just don't get it I don't I don't know I'm not enough well where we need to start is why are we allowing him to treat you like this because at the end of the day I'm I'm listen I've seen domestic abuse I've not been a part of it amen but I've seen it so I know it's a real thing and the hard the hard truth though is women allow it because we stay in those those situations and that's a hard truth but we allow it because we stay so we allow people to steal our happiness. We allow people to take our happiness. We allow people to tiptoe on our happiness until you become aware enough and realize, bitch, I got the power to not allow this shit. Correct. Who the fuck paid this bill? Oh, Tanisha, you right, girl. The fuck? Oh, that's why. Yeah. 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 Very good. Very good. Yeah. So, child, listen, we, we can't be allowing this foofoo-ness. We cannot be allowing this foofoo-ness. Um, girl, Miss Tanisha, first of all, but mine is our little motherfucking technical difficulties. This hour <laughs> blew the fuck by, girl. It, oh, really? It done, it done came and left. Oh, whoa. <laughs> and look at us. <laughs> to be mindful of your time, to wrap us up, my girl, I asked you earlier to think about something positive that either you say to yourself or that you say to others to get you through a bad day or an affirmation, anything that you want to share with the people to help them get, get them through a time? Yes. Um, so one, the, the very first thought that came to my mind uh, when I was going through my divorce, um, my older cousin, she had came to me. Um, she didn't know the situation that was going on. Um, my, I think I was with my sister and we ended up seeing her at a store and she just, you know, we said, hey, you know, whatever, and kind of left. And um, we got back home. My sister was like, hey, um, so-and-so reached out to me um, and said um, if she's able to contact you because she saw you today and noticed that something was wrong. Mind you, she had no idea what was going on mm. and whatsoever. And she immediately felt that something, you know, was going on. So, you know, it, I eventually linked up with her and, you know, she was talking, you know, blah, blah, blah. She would, you know, check on me or whatever. And the words that she said to me, she said, what you need to pray for is 
um, pray for peace beyond all beyond all human understanding. Mm. At the time, I was like, dang, like, that don't make no sense. Like, <laughs> no. Low key. Like, I'm confused. This is dumb. But <laughs> just being a uh, girl, whatever. But honestly, like, that's something that has always stayed with me. And at the time, I didn't realize that that was actually um, a scripture. Mm. Um, was uh, It's actually Philippians 4-7. Um, but now that I'm living that life of peace beyond all human understanding, because if someone asks me what peace or what happiness is, I don't know. I'm just doing it. I'm just mm-hmm. living. I just am. I just am at peace. Like I can tell you what it feels like and it feels <laughs> good. Sorry. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, we like it. Very on top over here. But that's always something that's always like, and I, you know, tell her every now and again, like saying that something that always stays in the back of my head is peace beyond all human understanding. Like, they don't have to know why I'm at peace. Yes. I don't have to explain this to you. If you want to know what the piece of the pie tastes like, you know, I'll, I'll, you know, bring you over here to, you know, give you a little sample. Mm -hmm. But I'm not living a life to to be like, uh, um, I don't feel like I have to have like this definition. I just have to live that life and hope that someone sees it and then that they can take a piece of it and experience that that peace and happiness for themselves. Yes. I'm, a, I'm not going to sum up what you said, but a quote popped in my mind when you said that is, what's understood don't need to be explained. Mm-hmm. That part. <laughs> because we both like we got on here and I told you like I was hoping you had a definition of happiness but we with with both of us not knowing what it is we both understood the assignment so what's understood needs to be explained but we tried to explain it for people because you know it's the podcast is full so we did but I, 100% 100% that's what that is a that is an intense verse yeah that yeah because that that is it's so intense because it literally goes against America like so many people always have an opinion, always have an opinion. So if you get to a place where they don't understand it, that's a whole nother battle. Now it's a problem because they don't understand. Ex- but you ex- exactly. No, I don't, exactly. Don't care. <laughs> that sounds personal. If you can't find it in a textbook, it's fine. I I don't care because I'm living it. And if you want to figure it out, by all means. Whew. Listen, that was good. That was a good one. Well, Miss Tan, Miss Tanisha, <laughs> it has been a pleasure, girl. Thanks for being on, friends. Thank you for inviting me. Oh, you're so welcome. Hopefully, you'll be back if you don't mind. Oh, I will for sure, for sure. <laughs> Love it. Well, uh, I guess that's a wrap. Then we did that. Killed a hundred all day long. All day long. If you ain't gon' be honest, then she done.